Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. With your hosts, Rudolph Muhammad and Yusuf Muhammad. There's a train a coming. You don't need no baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the dealers coming. Don't need no ticket. You just thank the Lord. The train to Jordan Picking up passengers Coast to coast Faith is the key Open the doors and bottom Peace and blessings, peace and blessings. In the name of the Most High God, the Beneficent, the Merciful, we bear witness there is but one God, and beside him there is no other. We'd like to welcome you all to a weekly, this week's edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. I am your co-host, Brother Yusef Muhammad, along with our dear brother, Brother Rudolph T. Muhammad, who will be on shortly. We welcome you. We thank all of you for tuning in to our weekly edition. We thank you for the honor of your ear and the privilege of your presence. We realize you could be doing something else with your time, but we also realize that, as my father used to say, time is of the essence. And when you tune in to the critical circumstances of what's going on today around you, as close as your juggler vein, as far as away as international affairs and everything in between, you'll realize the need for learning more about disaster awareness for community preparedness because, I mean, it it just doesn't stop really until the casket drops. I 
want to That's welcome right. you all and greet you all with the greeting words of peace and paradise. We say it in the language of our ancestors. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir. Thank you, Brother Rudolph. There he is, the voice of choice. The sheep know his voice. However, we want you to understand, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages and all sizes, that this program wants you to become self-reliant in taking appropriate action in response to any emergency. As the gospel singer Hezekiah Walker would say, and so would... uh, the sister-sister group, Mary Mary, when they were together, would sing, we need you to survive. And they're still together. They're sisters. They're just not producing records like Mary Mary. They're doing individuals. But the bottom line is, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, we need you to survive. And this program comes to you every Friday from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And certainly you can either blog, uh, log on, pardon me, to blog talk radio forward slash black hole radio, uh, hole spelled W-H-O-L-E forward slash D-A-T-P. Or you can call in at 563-999-3088. Whatever your pleasure. Again, that number is 563-999-3089. This uh, program promotes public awareness and engages in public outreach to inform, to educate, and to train all people in how to best prepare for, respond to, and recover from all emergencies. Our objective is to ensure that everyone has a reasonable working knowledge of disaster preparedness and to help you to determine the best choices in any emergency response to avert danger and to save lives. And our vision is that each individual citizen, including every capable man, woman, and child, understand their personal responsibility let me make it personal. Understand my personal resources. Brother Rudolph, I'll continue. Brother Yusuf, yes, call drop. We'll get it back. Yes, peace, peace, peace. Assalamu alaikum. Hotep. Aboragani, what's up? Bonsoir. These are some of the greetings used by our family all over the planet. If I didn't say the one that makes you feel like you're welcome, then contact us at Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness on the Black Hole whole spelled W-H-O-L-E radio network and let us know so that we can ensure that the next time we come on the air, we say the particular greeting that makes you feel this is your show. We That's are right. the co-hosts, but, but this is your show. We want you to participate in your show. We don't want this to be a monologue. 
We want this to be a dialogue. And in that being a dialogue, that means you have to participate. We know that there are many things on your mind in these days and times. Well, let's see if together, as a family, we can sort out some of this madness has been going on, that is going on, and that is still yet to come. And we can figure out some best practices that can help you and I survive what is to come when disaster strikes. It's not if, it's when. And it's coming to a city near you. We're going to get into it more uh, as we get into the show, but right now this is just the opening. I'm just taking these few minutes. Almighty God, Allah, for allowing me another day in his wonderful, magnificent, glorious creation called life. Yes. I realize that it's not due to any goodness of my own, but it's because of his grace and mercy that I am able to talk to you today and you're able to hear me. And so because of that, I know I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. And going to work means that I have to be found working right up until the end. And so part of my work is to ensure that everything that is in my head, heart, and spirit in the way of disaster preparedness and a way to uh, safeguard and shore up oneself against the uh, many natural disasters technological disasters, and man-made disasters, I, what I know I have to share with my fellow man because That's right. none of this information is mine. This is why we don't charge you for this radio show because it would be a sin and a crime because this is right. not our information. This information was here on the planet when we got here and will be here long after we're gone. It, as our brother Barry will always say, it's the same soup, just reheated. You know, Big Mama used to tell us disaster preparedness. She used to say things like, baby, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's or, right. They used to say things like, it's a poor rat that only got one hole. Or they would tell us things like, save some for a rainy day. And and all of these little cliche sayings that they would say, you know, in our youth, we would just laugh it off and think, oh, they done lost it. Oh, oh, Pop, Pop done lost it. Uncle Joe, he done lost it. You know, they don't know what they're talking about. they just old, man. they just old. Little did we know they were giving us or trying to give us some golden nuggets of wisdom that had we harnessed them at that time, we may be richer in spirit than we are right now. But it's okay. 
Because we are still here at this day and time, because we are still here on the planet in 
still here surviving and thriving in this day and time, but it's only because of the grace and mercy of Almighty God, Allah, his Christ that is alive and well on the scene, and their divine reminder, warner, and their apostle that is here in living color, still teaching and crying. But, you know, let me stop. Let me stop right there, Brother Yusuf. You should have stopped me, Brother Yusuf. Hey, I, this is just supposed to be the opening. No, and we're sir. just supposed to be welcoming the people to the show, Brother Yusuf. I can't stop that. Yes, sir. Praise be to the Most High God, Brother Rudolph. Look, brother, I couldn't stop that, brother, because you were just, you know, testifying and testifying by way of letting our listening audience know this is not just based on study, however, it's based on study and experience. It's based on studying nature, studying scripture, studying science, studying mathematics. I believe it's the scripture that says, study to show yourself approved, being not ashamed before God, rightly dividing the truth. This is all we're trying to do here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Then Brother Rudolph asked the question, how will you know? Well, the scripture goes on to say, how will you know unless you have a teacher? And how will you have a preacher unless he be sent? So we just bear witness to our study, bearing witness to the demonstration of the one, uh, I believe in the Holy Quran says, I know what you know not. And so Brother Rudolph and I stay humble in listening to the one who knows what we know not. We we have the receipts, brothers and sisters. You know, we can go back 28 years to the miracle and majesty of the Million Man March with Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan used as the base scripture, Second Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive them of their sins, and heal their land. He wasn't talking about himself and seek my face, but he's talking about the source of our supply. We've got the receipts, so that's why we welcome you here to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. I know some of you are saying, I believe getting this information y'all giving out is too difficult. No, all it takes is an effort, one step towards your will to do his will. He'll take two steps toward you. All it takes is an effort. I know there's some of you on the line that says, "I, I, I don't think I have time to prepare. Well, again, another scripture says, by the time, surely man is in loss, except those who believe and do good and enjoy one another to truth and enjoy one another to patience. Take time. Uh, brothers and sisters, you know, we, we, we can put the scripture aside. We're we not here to preach, but we can go into lyrics that, uh, I remember it was Earth, Wind, and Fire, Brother Rudolph, that many of our listening audience know. They had a lyric that really came out of the scripture that said, time will witness what the old folks say, as you just bore witness to 
you know, Big Mama, University of Big Mama and her Proverbs, right? <laughs> and, the, and the wise elders amongst us. And then there, there was another song um, by the last poets, a, a, a poem, a spoken word, and they said, we better get right at this time while the time is good for it might not be no next time. Right. Time. Then it was a group in Chicago named Chicago. Right. And they asked the question in their song, does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? So we know we got some of people in our listening audience that don't think they have time to prepare well. As they said about education, if you think that is expensive, try ignorance. Then there's some of you on the line that don't know how to get prepared. And so, Brother Rudolph and I, we have dedicated our lives by God's undeserved kindness, grace, and mercy that we would share with you what we know of how to get prepared. And then there's some of you as was just stated, believe that preparing is too expensive. Well, again, it's up to you because as we oftentimes say on this program, we ask you the question, where will you be when disaster strikes? (laughs) Will you be at home? Will you be at work? Where will your family members be? Will they be at the mall? Will they be at the bowling alley? Where where will your loved ones be? Will they be at school? Will they be at home? Do you have a family emergency plan? Well, you know, children are apt pupils, A-P-T, apt, meaning they follow what they see. Don't don't hit them with the okey-doke we used to hear on the street, you know, just don't do as I do, do as I say. Don't do as I do. No, 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 no. They want to know, are you putting your seatbelt on? Well, how you going to yell at me because I don't have mine on and right. you don't have yours on? So we just wanted you to know that because we got plenty of questions. We, we believe in asking questions that you learn all about yourself. But, you know, I was on a brief conversation before we came on the air with our engineers. Shout out to Black Hole Radio LLC, Brother Farr, Sister Yvette, Brother Jason, and family. And it was just last week, this time, Brother Rudolph, where we were talking about the flash flooding that was occurring in New York City. Yes, sir. And so so here we are, one week later, and Mayor Eric Adams just came out with a tweet talking about warning of heavy rain in New York after they got widespread criticism of handling the flash flooding last week. Uh, The warning comes exactly one week after more than five inches of rain fell across parts of New York, flooding subway stations, roads, and the terminal at LaGuardia airport so brothers and sisters you can think we're just talking to be talking but as brother rudolph just stated a few minutes ago it's coming to a city near you soon soon (laughs) 
I remember I, I saw this commercial, uh, Brother Rudolph, and, and, and the bottom line was later, L-A-T-E-R, is sooner than you then think. You think. <laughs> so we better gird up our loins, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, put on the whole arm of God, put on your seatbelt, because we're just talking about what occurred last week, and here we are a week later, and there's a tweet out about more rain coming to New York City. Right. But then we can also talk about other disasters. We're not even going to touch. Well, let's 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 put the general brush on it. We see say here at Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness that when you talk about disaster, it impacts all activities of daily living. Right. All people's coming and going. It impacts their education. I'm 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 a person too. It impacts our education, entertainment, economics, labor, law, politics, religion, and war. We can talk about the politics. I mean, the confusion and the corruption that's going on in D.C. No speaker of the House, but enough said about that. But what about more than 75,000 nurses, EMTs, emergency medical technicians, pharmacists, and other workers at Kaiser Permanente hospitals walked off the job? Right. considered the United States' bigger, biggest ever health care strike. 75,000 workers in California. Colorado, the state of Washington, Oregon, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. In Virginia and D.C., they were striking for 24 hours. In the other states, they were striking for three days. These 75,000 healthcare workers serve 13 million patients. Wow. That's disaster. That's disaster. Now, you know, this strike took place a week after the United Auto Workers went on strike. Right. Which as of September 30th cost General Motors $200 million. You may or may not, you might have had your head in in the ground if you didn't know that FEMA had conducted a nationwide test along with the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission of an Emergency Alert System and Wireless Emergency Alert. They say it's to maximize confusion and, excuse me, minimize confusion, pardon me, and maximize the public safety value. Now, then these are three major things that just took place since the last time we came before you. Well, now, what, what, what are the meteorologists saying? The minister? The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has warned us for the past two decades to watch the weather. Now the meteorologists are saying the fall weather, the temperatures are about to fall 30 degrees over this weekend. I mean, look, those are just some of the things that have occurred since last week. We didn't mention the five wounded at another mass shooting incident at Morgan State University. Right. That prompt hours-long shelter-in-place during homecoming week. That was Tuesday. 
We didn't mention the immigration crisis where 11,000 people were coming across the border per month. And why mention Russia versus Ukraine or Syria versus Turkey and the civil wars that's going on in the Middle Eastern countries like Iran and you name it, it's confusion in the land. Or as it says uh, in the Holy Quran, corruption has appeared on the land and the sea on account of what man's hands have wrought. So this is where it's at, brothers and sisters. You can get with this or you can get with that, but we're going to get with this. Disaster awareness for community preparedness, because this is where it's at. Well, Brother Yusuf, come on, man. Everybody knows what's going on. Well, you might not have known what we were just telling you just now. So we wanted to make sure you knew so you wouldn't have an excuse of, well, I didn't know. And then now that you know, we're going to put a little disclaimer on it. We ain't going to let you get away, but if we quoted Maya Angelou, she would say you might not be able to control all the events that happen to you, but you can choose not to be reduced by them. In other words, this is a solutions-based program. And we can say to you, if you have certain diseases, try eating one meal a day. Try fasting. Yeah. Shout out to the Nation of Islam who started their national fast this weekend. And then you may or may not know, maybe we can go and do our own research, but last night... There was a webcast hosted by dear sister, sister Dr. Patrice Muhammad. That's right. On how to save lives, common problems of the prostate. It was on Closing the Gap Broadcast Network where they had guests, Dr. Hisham Geis, registered nurse, Sister Carol Muhammad. Right. Our dear brother, Brother Victor Muhammad. Brother Eric Ahad Muhammad and Brother Minister Kareem Muhammad. That was last night. And maybe we can go to Facebook and look it up or go to the Closing the Gap Broadcast Network and see what we may have missed. Because as you know, that's such a critical problem in our community, prostate cancer, that tomorrow, October 7th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., There'll be another prostate cancer open forum discussion. Right. That if you desire to be on it, you can register by calling area code 773-234-3319. Again, for the prostate cancer open forum discussion tomorrow, Saturday, October 7th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. to register, you can call 773-234-3319. So just wanted to lay a, 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 a baseline assessment on you, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, that you don't think. And last week, we, we Brother Rudolph, myself, and the engineers, we had a good time talking off the air after the program because it took on such a spiritual component. That's right. But we wanted to start off with operations, logistics, planning, 
We wanted to start off with how it's going to impact your resources financially and human resources. We want to talk about the importance of coordination and communication because really, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, this community relations strategy, we can call this program, and once you get involved, you'll understand the importance of a community relations strategy. Just Just imagine a circle where you have an arrow from your investment, which is community investment, going around to your involvement, which is community involvement, going around and connecting to community partnership, which you're to partner with those with like minds. It's self-improvement that's the basis for community development, so the minister teaches us, and it's no different in disaster awareness for community preparedness. Brother Rudolph? Man, you touched on so much, Brother Yusuf. Man, well, we're going to keep that dial right there. Yeah. <laughs> community risk reduction starts with you. That's community right. Community risk reduction is just a fancy title and a fancy uh, uh, name for an age-old problem. We always ask him, man, what we going to do? Well, what we going to do? <laughs> what we going to do? What we going to do about what? What we going to do about food deserts in our neighborhood? What mm. we going to do about crime in our neighborhood? What we going to do about making our neighborhoods, our communities a safe and decent place to live in? What we going right. to do about rising prices and lower wages? What we going to do about inflation? What we going to do about uh, uh, unemployment? What we going to do about mortality? Um, uh, uh, um, what we going to do about the lack of education? What we going to do about um, the rising economic ceiling but we're not rising with it. You know, all of these questions that we ask every day, what are we going to do about police brutality? What are we going to do about the killing of the, the wholesale killing of the black man, woman, and child in every major city on the planet? What are we going to do right. about it? Well, every question that was asked, the answer still is the same, and it goes right back. Remember, every time you point one finger, there are three pointing right back at you, letting you know that the answer, do about it, what you going to do about you? Mm-hmm. How do you fit into that picture? How do you fit into the subject of that sentence? How do you manifest an answer and bring out a reality that is already in you. Because once you do it for you, you have now set the template for what can be done throughout the community to benefit the whole. So now let's go back to these questions. What are we going to do about making our communities a safe and decent place to live? Well, first thing we're going to do is we're going to make sure we are not the reason that it's not. Mm-hmm. 
And then once we realize that we're not the reason and that we want to create an environment outside of our home that is similar to the environment inside of our home where there's peace, tranquility, love, fit of mind, then we have to start doing the things that we don't need to be done, no matter how hard it may appear, but we have to start doing it. We have to begin to get back to knowing our neighbors. Back when I was growing up, Brother Yusuf, when you were growing up, when we was running up and down the block playing freeze tag and and, and, and Coco Livio and Red Light, Red Light, one, two, three, and all of that, we knew everybody on the block. And everybody on the block knew whose child was who. And everybody looked out for each other's child. Now, hell, you may not know your next door neighbor. You don't don't know anything about them. Well, we need to get back to that adage that it takes a village to raise a child so that we always have eyes looking out in order to safeguard the family. We have to uh, get to the point somehow, some way, that the love that has been replaced with hatred, that's been replaced with uh, um, distrust of each other, has to be reinstituted, or in the medical field, as they say, we might have to do um, like what happens when you have to... uh, you're losing blood too fast and they need to get some more blood in you. They have to do what's called a transfusion. Well, we need to transfuse the spirit in our community. But again, it begins with you. And when I say you, I'm not just saying, point saying you, I'm a part of the you. You and I, we are the answer to every question that we can ask. Every problem has a solution, and we have to become those solutions. And in a very real way, it comes back to getting to know ourselves, getting to know our God, and then living and treating each other the way we want to be treated. If I don't want you to call me a no good, low down, dirty, rotten bee, then I can't call you one. If I don't want you to rob me, I can't be thinking about robbing you. If I don't want you to swindle and take advantage of me, then I shouldn't be thinking about swindling and taking advantage of you. That's how simple it is, family. The answers are really simple. We complicate them with all of our, uh, uh, um, let's just say, stuff, for lack of a better word, because we're on the air. Uh, I wanted to say something else, but we'll just say stuff. Idiosyncrasies. Yeah, there we go. That's, there we go. That's the eloquent word for stuff. it. Yeah, idiosyncrasies. I like stuff better. Yeah. I like stuff better. Yeah, that's it. What he said, Lord, Lord, that Lord. word right there. Yeah, yeah. Man, all we got to do is uh, 
All we got to do is get back to who we are as a people. Man, we've got away from who we are created originally to we both braggadociously about who we are now. And if we, like a shirt you wear, you look in the back and pull the label out, our label would say made in America. That's right. We were created by God in the mind of God and then went through the um, biological and chemical processes in the body, in the womb of the woman to be uh, to fertilizing the egg and uh, letting it gestate or incubate in the amount of time that it needed to to grow us into the almost perfect human being and being born into this world. And then we took a sharp left or a sharp right turn when we came out and ran like crazy as far away from the answer or the source of life that nurtured us while we were in the womb as we could. So now we're so far away from that source that we can't even see its light, feel its warmth. We think that we're out here all by ourselves and we have to do all manner of things to survive, but that's where we put ourselves. That's not where we're supposed to be. So we have to turn back around, make a U-turn. I saw somebody's bumper sticker the other day. It said, God allows U-turns. Mm. So, yeah, we need to make a U-turn and start walking back toward the center line and then and going on to the right of the line was positive, to the left of the line was negative. Well, you have to come all the way back from the negative side to meet the, get to the center line where you will be equal again or even and then start walking right so that you can start adding on to yourself, to your life, and to your children, to your prosperity. I don't know, Brother Yusuf. I don't know. I'm just just talking, Brother Yusuf. I'm just talking. No, you're not, brother. No, sir. It's not just talking. It's not just talking. Don't you mistake it, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, on this line. This is not just talking. We can simplify it. We can use words like idiosyncrasies, and we can ask you to look it up or define it for you if we want to. But this is not just talking. First of all, we invite you to come into this conversation, and you'll see it's not just about talking. So you can press 1 if you come on the line at 563-999-3089. You can press 1, and the engineer will let you into this conversation of this week's program. Uh, But it's more than just talking. We can just sum it up in a few words. Do for self or suffer the consequences, as the most honorable Elijah Muhammad has been crying out in the wilderness, or as Brother Rudolph oft says, crying out in the projects. 
to the so-called American Negro, those of us who were nurtured in urban areas or even in rural areas. When Brother Rudolph talks about being in your mother's womb from a small life germ to a clot and then coming forth, when you're born, you act the way you act because we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Oh, there they go, talking that spirituality again. There we go. Well, we can, we, can, we can put it back to, you know, practicality. We're trying to inform you. That's what we want you to do, to take that first step, get informed. Number two, make a plan. Remember wow. the six Ps of the military of this country where they say proper prior planning prevents poor performance. So make a plan. That's number two. Number three, develop a survival kit. Right. Or disaster preparedness kit. One for the home, one for sheltering in place, a go bag, one for if you have to evacuate, one for your car. Every able body in your family, if you have to evacuate, they should have their own and be able to carry it with the essentials. My father used to say, the life you save may be your own. And he was a health safety officer for South Jersey Gas Company at that time. Shout out to my father. May Allah be pleased with him forever, forever, forever. So it's not just talking. It's not just talking, uh, brothers and sisters. You know, we talked about, again, the components of planning, operations, the components of logistics, resources, both human resources and financial resources. We talked about the components of communication and coordination. Oh, man, I ain't got time. I ain't got no money, man, to put to no disaster preparedness. Well, I, I, I mean, according to some old statistics, Brother Rudolph, he's over right. 10 years old. $3.3 billion is spent every year on tobacco by people who classify themselves as black. $3 billion per year on whiskey, wine, and beer. $2.8 billion per year on non-alcoholic beverages. $3.1 billion, with a B, dollars per year on, quote-unquote, leisure time. $3.5 billion per year on toys, games, and pets. $19 billion per year on telephone services. We know that number's way above that now. What? $10 billion per year on buying gifts for one another. $10 billion per year on gambling. And $29.3 billion per year on clothing. And as we said earlier, study to show you self-approved because after all these things that we spend in the billions, do you know how much we spent on books? At that time, let's say 10 years ago, $321 million. So we have the money. We just have to have the will to prepare ourselves, do for self, or suffer the consequences. 
I'm telling you, this is not just talk. And it's not just, oh, yeah, that happened last week or that happened last month or that happened last year. No, we're telling you it's happening as we're having this conversation. As we speak. When we talk about this past Wednesday's high temperatures across America, high temperatures were from the Great Lakes to New York could drop as much as 35 degrees by the weekend. We're in the weekend. Temperature drops of 20 degrees will be more widespread. The first cold front will bring relief to states in the north central U.S. from Wednesday to Thursday. Places like Minneapolis, where record-breaking temperatures soared into the 90s on this past Sunday, may not make it out of the 60s this weekend. So, you know, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said in this time that we're in, and again, brothers and sisters, there's, I, I really hate referring to the Greeks, but I'll just leave it at that for those who know about the Greeks. Right. In their language, you know, you, you say the alpha and the omega, you know, that's Greek, right? So you say, uh, uh, let's see, um, what do you call that thing? When you talk about love, you talk about <laughs> unconditional love, agape love. Right. That's unconditional love. You talk about filler love, like brotherly, sisterly love, like Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. And then you talk about eros. That's like, for lack of a better term, sexual, right? Eros, like uh, erotica, right? That's Greek, right? That comes out of the Greek. Right. But then we talk right. about time. It can be broken down in two different things. It can be broken down with uh, chronos, like chronology, like if you look at your phone or your watch right now, it'll say 5.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time if you're on the East Coast. That's chronology, right? And in an hour, it will say 5.50 because it's 4.51 right now. It'll say 5.51. That's chronology, chronos. But in the Greek, there's another type of time called Kairos, which is God's time. So in the final analysis, Kairos really supersedes Kronos. It intersects the 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 infinite with the finite. And so that's what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad meant by the theology of time. That's God's time. That ain't just what's on your watch although that's important. But you'll get it twisted if you think when we talk about time, we're just talking about 24 hours a day, 72 hours, three days, seven days a week. No, we're talking about God's time, why you need to prepare at this time. We said the last poets get right at this time while the time is good because it might not be no next time. Nobody knows the man or the hour. I just wanted to break down the difference in time for our listeners because sometimes yeah, if you get off into, I know you really want to hang up on us. Oh, here they go with that spirituality again. No, we're giving you what God has given us to give us. We're talking with ourselves as we're talking with our listening audience because That's right. time is right. of the essence. It's critical. 
we're telling you the men who know more than we know. So when the man comes out 10 years ago with a 58-week lecture series called The Time and What and Must what Be must done. done. This is not just looking at your watch and saying, I go on break in about 15 minutes and I get an hour for lunch or a half hour for lunch and I get off at such and such. No, we ain't talking about that kind of time. We ain't talking no. about Kronos. We talking about Kairos, for real, for real. Anyway, just wanted to break that down because there's so many different directions we can go with this thing. Um, if you don't have an emergency uh, kit at home, you know, you can start. Just take take one step and uh, make sure you have enough food, enough water, essential supplies. Start with um, 72 hours, three days, in case you need to evacuate. And yeah. uh, if you have to shelter in place, you might even want to consider 30 days supply, which is, you know, That's right. something to go after. If you've never done this before, it's a great leap to go after. you got to step out on faith, but you got to take the initiative to start, as what we said earlier, a community relations uh, strategy where it's connected to uh, community relations plans. You set goals. It's an investment. It's involvement, and it's partnership. Brother Rudolph. Man, man, man. Go ahead, brother. Man, you, you, man, you, you, you planted some seeds there, brother. You planted some seeds, but it's only for <laughs> the wide awake person who can understand what you was talking about. Man, yes, if people think that we just come on the air every Friday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, just or just to pontificate, um, you know, they they they're sadly mistaken. Sadly That's right, brother. They don't realize that the reason that we do this. If this is our way of to the God for sparing our worthless lives. That's right. Because at one point, you know, they they, they don't know, brother Yusuf, they don't know who we used to be. They don't know <laughs> who about. You know, they don't realize the uh the um the degree and the level of uh uh um shenanigans that we used to associate with, be a part of, uh, institute, uh, um, criminal-minded, you've been blinded. <laughs> yes, sir. Without a doubt, brother, without a doubt. But then, you know, what we have to, the reason that we can talk like that is because we heard the word. See, the script, yeah. right, here we go with the scripture again. It said, in the beginning was the word. <laughs> and the word was with God. And the word was God. But in the beginning was a word. Mm-hmm. See, uh, you know, the night before Mother's Day, 1991, I got a and it came through the loins of 
Brother James 15X Muhammad out of New York. Shout out to Brother James 15X. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Shout out to that angel, that angel of a man. Because that man whispered a word into my ear that changed the trajectory of my life instantly, overnight, and for the rest of my life. This man whispered a word into my ear that sent me spiraling in another direction just from a word. And then from that word, he led me to a place, directed me to a place, forecast me to a place that I heard another word. And then that word started me on a never-ending journey for truth and because of that automatically replaced the yearnings and desires that were in me for nonsense it replaced it with yearnings and desires for things that matter and when i say things that matter i'm not talking about uh um uh what they call these trinkets I'm not talking about a a nice watch, a gold chain, a Mercedes Benz, although those are nice things to have. You know, I'm not knocking them, but that's not not what it was. It sent me on a never-ending quest to find uh, the meaning of life. What's the meaning of life? You know, Mm. why are we here? What is it that we were put here to do? These things, it started making me search for those kind of answers. And in searching for those kind of answers, I could not and would not allow myself to just be um, patronized or or, or, or or I wouldn't allow myself to just settle in the comforts of superfluous things. So I had to really, really dedicate myself to a life of service. Once I realized why I came to be it, Once I realized how I came to being, once I realized the sacrifice that was made to be able to do the things that I do now, it made me realize that I'm standing on the shoulders of others who who paid the price. They paid it off. That's right. And so... I could never pay them back for what they gave me. So what I have to do is I have to live a life that I'm forever paying it forward. Mm -hmm. And in paying it forward, that means that always, always looking to do something for someone who's less fortunate than me. Right. I'm always looking to try and help somebody, some weary traveler in life, 
that's traveling on the same road I'm on and with what meager things that I have in this life, I'm willing to share it with my brother because I see human beings now differently. I see when I look into the face of every black man, regardless of his stature in life, I see the God in him, regardless of his current condition. I see right. the potential in him. I don't know what circumstances he's come into in life that have caused him to be in his present state, but I see where he could be. And that's what I deal with, address, and prayerfully hope to uh, uh, help him get to. I've stopped, I've learned to stop judging on face value because none of us ever know, as they say, the real deal, holy field with anybody. That's right. All we know is what we know. And that's only a part of the story. The other parts of the story we, as the wine said, said, for we may never know all the people we have reached. Now, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop, Brother Yusuf, because I feel myself going on a tangent again. I, I'm going no, on we. a tangent. <laughs> we we talked about disaster awareness for community preparedness. You know, yeah, this, there it is. You know, this being the sixth of October. You and I know this. what this is the eve of. You and I know what weekend, you know, this is really a celebration of, you know. That's right. And others may know it. And so we're going to keep it right there. And in doing that, we're going to, uh, you know, pay homage and praise because a teaching came to us through a man. You know, it says that God comes to man through man for the benefit of man. Well, that's yes, true sir. because the teaching, a word came to us through a man. And the basis of that teaching, when we dedicated ourselves to that teaching and applied it, even just a little bit, it had such a great profound uh, uh, um, realization in our lives that it changed us and cause Bruce's kids to ask us at a point or another, what happened to you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know? They, said, well, yes, you, they didn't think what's right with you. They said, what's wrong with you? Uh, you know, like in the church uh, growing up, Brother Yusuf, they, they, they sing a song, you know, the things I used to do, I don't do no more. Places mm-hmm. I used to go, I don't go no more. You know, so they want to ask, what's wrong with you? Not what's mm-hmm. right with you, you know, as though something is wrong with you. Well, yes, something is wrong. I've been awake. I've been awake. The alarm clock went off. The, the, the internal alarm, the real alarm clock, it went off. And it caused me to see things for what they are. Like the group said, 
Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. Yeah, mm. there's a, you know, there's a message to life, and there's a meaning to life. And those of us that know that now walk differently on the earth because we realize that time is not infinite, that time is of the essence, and that we're not the masters of time, nor do we have as much time as we thought we had, and we have to utilize the time that we have to get the best out of each other and to do the most that we can for mankind. What is it that we're going to do that's going to leave such an impression on the earth that people will know that we came this way? Mm. That's the prevailing question, or should be for each of us. How will people know 50 years from now that you were even on the earth? What is it that you're going to do or going to leave that will cause people to know that you were here? So like my father, may Allah be pleased with him forever, he left an organization, the Bedford-Stuyvesant Volunteer Ambulance Corps. He desired to teach people to do for self from a medical perspective. He helped to change the lives of generations of people by taking right. people who were on welfare for generations and getting them off of welfare and teaching them a skill and a profession that able, enabled them to go out and earn a living for themselves and set a higher mark for themselves and their children, causing them to never, ever be complacent at the lower level. See, it's not about where you. Uh, uh, what, what, hold on, hold on. What, what, what did it say? What, one of them rap lyrics? What it said, brother Yusuf? It ain't where you from. It's where you at. Rock him to God, yes, sir. There you go. There you go. We all come from humble beginnings, but just because we come from humble beginnings, it doesn't mean we're broke, poor, or any negative uh, thing. It just means we we all came from humble beginnings. Well, humble beginnings can be the start to a beautiful thing. Because if you remember where you come from, yes, there's good and bad in that. And the not so good should be the thing that inspires us to not want to stay there. The not so good should be the thing that fuels us to do better so that we can live a better life. And then once we have it for ourselves, as our, our brother, brother Abdul Hafiz Muhammad used to always teach me Allah, forever be pleased with that angel. I mean. You want for your brother what you want for yourself, and then he added the part, even if you don't have it yet yourself. That's right. 
So if I want good for me, I want good for you. And if I can help you to get good in your life, that's I'm obligated to do that. So when we're talking about disaster preparedness, and you were talking about the 72-hour go-back, even though we know that the average disaster now is not just lasting 72 hours, it's lasting more like 96 hours. It's lasting more like five days. So that three-day go-back, if you had a three-day go-back back then, it's time for you to increase it now to a five-day go-back. If you just now start now, then you have to start where you are. Nobody's telling you to go spend a bunch of money on stuff that you don't have and spending money you don't have to try and get something that you don't really know whether it's going to benefit you or not. What we're telling you is to prepare where you are going on in the news and imagine yourself in that particular situation. What would you do if that happened to you? And then replace that if with the word when because it's coming to a city near you. The floods are coming everywhere on the planet. Every area is going to taste of flood, of cold, of darkness because of power outages, of famine because of no food, of pestilence because of disease. This climate that we're living in is setting the climate for just what's getting ready to happen. So it was 100 degrees yesterday. It'll be 50 degrees tomorrow. The up and down in the temperature will now cause an unrest in the environment. It will unearth some things that will then cause other things to happen, and then this ease will ravage the planet. And the people of the planet will then, of course, be subject to all of the diseases that are out here. The one day hot, the next day cold. So now Mm -hmm. you will end up manifesting within your body Mm -hmm. many diseases that will ravage you if your immune system is not up to par. Mm -hmm. So you need to, we need to gird up our loins, and we need to protect ourselves by strengthening our immune system. The immune system is the defense of the body, not just in a physical way, but in a mental and a spiritual way, too. We must develop an immunity to nonsense, an immunity to chicanery, an immunity to devilishment. An immunity to all of the evil, ill, unrighteous forces that are out here that threaten to plague us if we give our minds to it. So when we're talking about how to eat to live, we're not just talking about the physical food. We're talking about the mental food, the spiritual food as well. That's right. Meaning what you allow into your brain, into your body, will manifest itself in some way, shape, or form. So it's best to make sure that you are only allowing the best that's out there into your body so that you can get the best result of the nutrition from whatever it is 
that you inject. Brother Yusuf? Thank you, Brother Budolph. This is beautiful, brother. I mean, when you started off by saying I was planting seeds, no, brother, we're both planting seeds. And again, whether it's the book of Matthew in the 13th chapter, the parable of the sower, or whether it's not we are actually planting seeds in our homes for food consumption. Do for self or suffer the consequences, the man who we lift up, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, whose birth anniversary we'll be celebrating tomorrow, but we're celebrating all weekend. But if we're planting seeds, do you know, brothers and sisters, that in September we could have planted seeds of broccoli that would have harvested by November, planting seeds of cucumbers, in September that would have harvested, be it the will of God, Allah, uh, by the end of October. In our fall planting and harvest, green beans, green peppers, squash, even tomatoes, lettuce, parsley, see, do for self or suffer the consequences. We've been talking about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad since we opened up, when you talked about the theology of time, we're not smart enough to think about that. When you talk about how to eat to live, we weren't smart enough to think about that. In fact, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, it's from God in person, Master Far Muhammad. So he had not that knowledge until he was taught by one wiser than him. He says in How to Eat to Live, if we eat the proper food and eat at the proper time, the food will keep us living a long, long time. And you have to have the proper thoughts, as Brother Rudolph stated earlier. He also says in his Muhammad's Economic Blueprint, Ending Poverty and Want, he says you are benefiting right now from wherever the land is that is producing your food. You don't have to be where the land is, but the land and the development of agribusiness will absolutely benefit us wherever we are because production of food means warehouses. It means trucks. It means supermarkets. It means all of those things that come from providing food. But the first thing we have to do, brothers and sisters, is plant the seed. I think it's another scripture, family. Many of you might be familiar with it. I think it's in the book of Ecclesiastes 3 and 3. It says, for every reason, there's a season. For every season, there's a reason, a time and a purpose under the heavens, a time and a purpose under the sun. There's a time to be born and a time to die, a time to laugh, and a time to cry, a time to pick up stones and a time to put them down, a time to plant seeds, and a time to pluck up the harvest. And it goes on to say something like in the ninth verse, of what will it profit, T-R-O-F-I-T, of what will it profit the worker for their labor? So that's what we're talking about when we say do for self 
something you can do right now for you and your family. Plant a seed and see how Allah blesses you with the harvesting of that seed. Brother Rudolph also asked the question, what's the meaning of life? He knows I can't help myself. My mind immediately went to a group out of the U.K. Back in the day, it was called Soul to Soul. What's the meaning? What's the meaning of life? What's the meaning? Uh, y'all forgive me. You know, I just can't help myself, you know. Oh, Roy Ayers back in the 70s. Life is just a moment. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing with the moment that we have? We're not promised it. When Brother Rudolph testified of where he came from to where the God has brought him, and I can bear witness to our dear brother and his wonderful family that they've been blessed with luxury, money, good homes, and friendships in all walks of life. Is he wealthy? Well, I don't think he even going to mention that. I, I, I'm not privy to say if he's wealthy. Is he rich? Yes. Because luxury to us, brought to us by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan's divine guidance under the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad's teaching that luxury is divi- defined by peace of mind and contentment of heart. That makes you rich in this crazy world. As you were talking, Brother Rudolph, I was hoping in one sense that what was happening over my head right now was not interfering with your transmission. And what do you mean by that, Brother Yusuf? Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I live in Virginia Beach, Virginia, which the oceanic Oceana, pardon me, naval base is in Virginia yes, Beach, sir. Virginia. That's right. One of the largest in the world. And every day, F-35 fighter jets fly over my house. Right. But today, for some reason, I've seen more fighter jets today than I normally see. And I'm saying normal is they fly in pairs when they're training. I'm going to say 10 times a day. That's putting it minimal. Today I've seen about 50 different planes and helicopter gunships flying low. I don't know what's going on, but I can bear witness and tell you that Brother Rudolph is right. The time that we're in right now, we don't even know the half, as they say on the block. Right. So word to the wise is sufficient. When Brother Rudolph quoted uh, uh, paying it forward, it reminded me of the, and he gave his father, Commander James Rocky Robinson, props. It reminded me of what one of my mentors or elders would say Dr. Carl Holmes of the Executive Development Institute that teaches fire service management and leadership, he would always say, 
All that I am, I owe. I live eternally in the red. And he repeated two more times. All that I am, I owe. I live eternally in the red. All All that I am, I owe. I live eternally in the red. May Allah be pleased with you, Dr. Holmes. Yes, right. right. And so lastly, let's connect the dots as we are at 521 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brother Rudolph earlier talked about another in the book of Matthew, the 24th. And I'll say it like this, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said it, those who are scripturally prepared know that it is prophesied that we would be living in a time of war and rumors of war, pestilence, famine, and earthquakes in diverse places. We are witnessing terrifying disasters afflicting the peoples of the world, and those disasters are now afflicting the United States of America. Believing that those prophecies will be fulfilled, it is our duty to learn as much as we can on disaster preparedness and do all we can to prepare the American people for, and our people in particular, for coming disasters, quote, unquote, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. He said that over 15 years ago. But our own U.S. government knows something's happening, just like these fighter jets flying over my home. They know something's happening, just like that, uh, what you call emergency uh, nationwide FCC and EAS wireless uh communications test that took place. Right. They know something's right. happening. Right. In the latest FEMA bulletin, they asked this question, Brother Rudolph. Are you ready to shake out? They say Great FEMA is brothers and sisters on October nineteenth, ten nineteen AM local time. Millions of people will, I quote, drop, cover, and hold on, unquote, in the annual Great Shakeout, the world's largest earthquake drill ever. FEMA is reaching out to encourage your active participation in this event, as earthquakes can strike anywhere, anytime, whether you're at home, school, or elsewhere. You can register and find out how to participate. They're encouraging everybody to register as an individual or as an organization. For additional updates, you can go to FEMA or texting uh, ShakeOut through the numbers 43362. Again, you can text ShakeOut, S-H-A-K-E, O-U-T to the number 43362. The general guidance for most earthquake situations is to, according to FEMA, 
drop where you are onto your hands and knees. This position protects you from being knocked down, and it reduces your chances of being hit by falling or flying objects. Number two, cover. Cover your head and neck with one arm and hand. Then if a table or desk is nearby, crawl underneath for shelter or crawl next to a wall. And three, hold on until the shaking stops and be ready to move with your shelter if it ships. So drop, cover, hold on. Again, you can visit shakeout.org forward slash drop, cover, hold on for self-protective guidance and videos for many situations, including for people with a uh, mobility disability. They say in FEMA, together we can accomplish one of our overarching homeland security missions by strengthening preparedness and resilience. Get ready to shake out. October 19, 2023, said shakeout.org. So I just wanted to put that public service announcement out there, Brother Rudolph, as we're entering in to our last 30 minutes. I'm sure you have a reply. The floor is yours, sir. Yes, sir. No, great. That's great. That's great. And, you know, a lot of people, depending on where you are geographically on the planet, you know, some people are saying, oh, man, that don't pertain to me. We don't have no earthquakes where I am. Just so you know, there are very few places in the United States that are immune from earthquakes. That's right. Very few. And if you check your Office of Emergency Management, you may be surprised to know that you've had earthquakes in your area. They were just small on the seismic chart. But those small tremors on the seismic chart may be setting you up for the big ones, like boxing. You, 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 you love that jam out there. You're going to shoot it. You just lob it out there so they can block it. You lob it out there again so they can block it. You lob it the third time so you can block it. Then you come with that cross. Boom. Lights out. Good night, Irene. <laughs> Mama said, knock you out. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's the, what they say, it's the underlay for the overplay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's you know? right. You 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 got to understand, family, um, in this day and time that we're living in, no one is immune from everything. And what we teach is that for you to know and understand what, uh, what, what, what the usual disasters are in your area and start. By, I'm going to use that word, Brother Yusuf. I'm going to use that word. Start by mitigating for those, <laughs> <laughs> for the disasters that usually plague you, 
you start by mitigating those. But then once you have gotten your plan together for those, now you go on to the ones that don't normally plague you because they're coming to a city near you too. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about disasters, what are we talking about? It could be anything. Remember, a disaster simply means that a circumstance overwhelms your ability to deal with. Mm-hmm. Your washing machine could spring a leak and completely flood out your apartment. Disaster. Because you didn't know where the water shut-off valve didn't have a wrench to shut off the water, didn't even know that you could do that to stop the water from coming in. So situation that could have been averted now becomes disastrous to you and your family and a disaster because now you have water damage that you have to deal with your basement or, or if it's not in the basement, if it was on your main floor, now it's flooded. Now you have to clean up the water and no telling what else comes down from the flood. So it's simple things, little things that become big things because we are not equipped or prepared to deal with it. How many of you drive a vehicle? Well, how many of you know basic automobile repairs? People get in the car, turn the ignition. If it starts, they drive. If it doesn't, they call it Uber. Right. Do you know how to change a tire if need be? And physically, could you change a tire? Two totally different questions. Mm hmm. Your radiator hose springs a leak while you're on the trip. Do you have duct tape and some super glue, crazy glue, gorilla glue, whatever, that you could temporarily that hole just to get you off of the highway and into a safe place in that hose? Did you even think that you could do that? Did you know Did you know how to do that? Do you know how to change the hose? Do you have what you need? You're, the people in New York City, my daughter was there. She was one of them. She was sending me real-time videos of the flood. The one that was on the B-14 bus. The people are sitting on the bus, and the water is rushing in in both doors with the doors closed. The bus was submerging in the water, and the mm-hmm. people are standing on the seats and kneeling on the seats trying to get their feet up out of the water, but the water is still rising, and the people are still videoing. And I was saying to myself, Man, you better put that damn phone down and be trying to climb and hold on to something. But, you know, that's what I was saying to myself. Mm -hmm. But I thank them for the eyewitness account of what was going on. Now, here's the the behind-the-scenes thing, and especially for the residents of New York City, 
If you visited New York, you may you may get an inkling of what I'm talking about. But if you live there, you for sure, for sure know what I'm talking about. Okay, now what happened to all of them rats that New York City is famous for? With uh-huh. all that dirt. You know they didn't drown. Them swim to other places. So now what areas are really infested with a rat infestation now that the water has dried up? And how much bigger are they now that they've been properly nourished? Because the, the, the floods brought out more food for them to eat, to feed their babies. And it's not just rats. In other areas, any predators, any uh, 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 animals come out of their burrows now because their burrows are being destroyed. So now they're looking for a new place to call home. And your apartment, your house, your basement may just be a suitable place for them now. And now the fight is on. Because they're going to fight you for possession of that dwelling. And if you're not a formidable opponent to them, they're going to win and run you out of your house. But you're still going to have to pay the note for them to stay there. That was a joke. But it wasn't really a joke. But it was kind of funny. (laughs) But it was also a reality that this is what's happening and going to happen. The question is, what are you going to do when disaster runs wild on you? Well, we just got word, Brother Woodall. Sir? We We just got word that bed bug epidemic is starting again. Paris overseas. And Fashion Week just ended there. A bunch of people who went to Fashion Week brought the pest back to the city. So be vigilant <laughs> after being in public. <laughs> Here's the thing, Thank brother. you, Brother Fox. Yeah. When, when did the bug epidemic ever stop? <laughs> if the truth be told, yeah. Right. right? It never stopped. So all it did was brought their overseas cousins here to merge with them now. So now it'll be more of them, and they have a better immunity to whatever stuff we were trying to use to kill them. They may be immune to it now, and they may be able to uh, grow larger and, and, and prevail a little more. I think, then, it was Nas, I think it was Nas and Bob Marley's son. Distant relatives. <laughs> right, right. Yes, sir. Dis- distant right. relatives. You, uh, you know, yes, sir. And, and, and the other thing is, okay, mm. people thought it was over. It was a thing of the past. It never, it never went anywhere. It never left. Right. And quiet as it's kept, some people say, it never even died down. They just stopped reporting it because once all the money for the COVID dried up, then what's the sense of uh, publicizing it 
when you can't get paid for it. Anybody seen David Fauci? Ain't nobody seen David Fauci. Where is he at? <laughs> Not just Fauci. All of them, the entire group of them. Jay-Z were... would say they made off like Bernie Madoff. They made off like Madoff. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and, and that they did, too. And that Dang. they did. And they're still doing it. They're still doing it because it ain't over yet. As a matter of fact, it's about to kick into high gear now. Yeah, that's right. Tell it. That's right. Because here we are coming back into fall and winter again. Mm -hmm. And the numbers are going to soar again. And now they're trying to push the flu shot again and pushing this new vaccine for so-called immunity. Well, the old vaccine for immunity didn't work. So what fools are going to, well, no, let me not say it like that. Let me be respectful the time. Uh, what people are really going to believe that this new jab is going to work any better than the old jab did? I know I won't. Come and on, then, Brother Rudolph. They're offering you a free shot along with a free flu shot. Double, double jeopardy. Come on, bro. Free, bro. Right. Come on. Right. Five right. dollars off. Five dollars off with a $20 coupon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Be careful, right. brothers and sisters. Right. Three card Molly. Yeah. Find, find the red card. Find the red card. Yeah. 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 Down with the black, cross with the red. Right. Yeah. You know? It's amazing, but, you know, again, as Brother Barry would say, it's the same soup, just reheated. Yeah. You know. The student minister, Nuri, would say these are legal trap houses. I'm telling you. (laughs) Right. Don't fall for the okie doke, people. There is a solution. There is or there are remedies for the COVID-19, but you're not going to find them in any pharmacy. You're not going to find them being pushed by the governments of this world. You're not going to find them uh, uh, being offered to you by the powers that be, but you will find them in the Final Call newspaper. You will find them on uh, uh, NOI.org. You will find them where you find the people who have been consistent and uh, being out there being high pipers to the people and warning the people of the dangers that are out there for them. So find those beautiful brothers in the suits and the bow ties. Find those beautiful sisters in those long dresses and those headpieces. Right. And if you find them, you'll be able to find answers to all of your end problems because they are the solutions to your problems. They can direct you to the places 
where you can get the information that you need, news that you can use with common beauty. Yeah, Brother Yusuf. Yes, sir. Brothers and sisters, we're at 541 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, I just looked up uh, what they're saying here at John Hopkins University, right, uh, about what to know, according to them, about the updated COVID-19 vaccines for the fall and winter of 2023. Amongst other things, let me say what sticks out to me, that uh, they say these vaccines are designed to target the variants currently circulating, currently circulating, and are recommended for everyone six months of age and older. Six months? Ooh-wee goes on to ask the question, what makes it different from previous COVID vaccines? And then it goes on to say, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just um, unconscionable that they will shoot these babies up at six months and they don't even know what's in the vaccines. The technology continues, brothers and sisters. Word to the wise is sufficient. Get your final call newspaper to get news with views you can use, as Brother Rudolph so eloquently said, because um, this other thing, I mean, the choice is yours, but you can't say that we haven't told you here on disaster awareness for community preparedness to stay away from these vaccines because it's still experimental, if the truth be told. I mean, the minister said, and I quote, don't let them vaccinate you with their history of treachery through vaccines, through medication. Are you listening? I say to the African president, do not take their medications. I say to those of us in America, we need to call a meeting of our skilled virologists, epidemiologists, students of biology and chemistry, and we need to look at not only what they give us, we need to give ourselves something better, quote, unquote. He said that back on July 4th, 2020 at his delivery entitled The Criterion, an announcement to the world. We told you about the policy on depopulation. Going back to the National Security Study, memorandum 200 documents of the U.S. policy of depopulation. We talked about historically care practices that have abused and killed people of color. We talked about the wicked misuse of abuse of vaccines. And we said it was experimental then. And what makes us think is not experimental now. As Brother Rudolph mentioned last week, you, you have no legal rights if you suffer injury or death from a vaccine. 
So it's it's, it's really um, you know technology at its highest. Certainly, we can put the disclaimer on it. We're not doctors here at Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. We're not that. We just want to say word to the wise is sufficient. And uh, the choice is yours, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, with, with, with the vaccines. And so as we enter into our last 15 minutes of uh, this week's program, we pray a lot that something we said you can use and uh, be able to take one step toward um, your disaster awareness for community preparedness campaign. And you'll be surprised of how many people that you'll come across that see the need to do the same. And that's where partnership begins. Remember, community investment, community involvement, community partnership for community risk reduction. Risk reduction, community risk reduction is a process to identify and prioritize your local risk followed by the integrated and strategic investment of resources, meaning emergency response and prevention, to reduce their occurrence and impact. I mean, I hope we're, we're clear. We don't come on not to be clear, uh, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. Feel free to call in every week. Five six three We told you you might not be able to control all the events that happen to you, but you can choose not to be reduced by them, as our dear sister Maya Angelou, may Allah be pleased with her, would say. We say this program and its services do not constitute the practice of medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can talk to your health care provider for diagnosis and treatment, including your specific medical needs. If you, or, uh, if you have or suspect that you have a medical problem or condition, please contact a qualified health care professional immediately. If you are in the United States experiencing a medical emergency, dial 911. And before those who have expertise get there, you owe it to yourself and to your children to learn basic first aid, have a first aid kit nearby, how to uh, clear out an obstruction, if you swallow an object, they used to call it the Heimlich remover, but they don't call it that anymore for legal reasons. But you should know how to extract an object if you or your loved one, a family member, co-worker is choking. You should know the universal sign of choking. So basic first aid, how to extract an object, the universal choking sign, CPR, cardio pulmonary resuscitation. You should know these things. You should know how to use an AED, automatic uh, external defibrillator, 
They're usually in every public uh, uh, building. I know in governmental buildings, usually gymnasiums, cafeterias, on the wall, an AED machine. You should know how to use those. You should know how to use a fire extinguisher. Pass, pull the pin, aim, A, pass, P-A-S-S, A, for aim at the base of the fire. S, squeeze the handle. S, sweep the extinguishing agent at the base of the fire. Call 911 before you use it. Make sure you have a means of egress in the room to leave if you can. These are just basic precautions that you should learn yourself. Teach it to your children, as um, Mary McLeod Bethune would say, teach it to your children. And then also teach your children how to use the 911 system, what to say. Don't hang up the phone if they're in a safe area. And then get everybody outside. Teach your family EDIF drills, E-D-I-T-H, exit drills in the home. Have a location outside of your home where all your family members You have planned to meet, whether it be a tree or your neighbor's home. Have a plan, brothers and sisters. This is critically important. You never know where you'll be when disaster strikes. Continue to listen to disaster awareness for community preparedness. Get informed, number one. Number two, make a plan. Number three, develop a kit. Number four, reassess your plan and your kit. So here we are, brothers and sisters, at 5.51 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we enter into the last few minutes, eight minutes or so of this week's program. Again, we thank all of you for the honor of your ear and the privilege of your presence. I'll let Brother Rudolph connect the dots and move us forward as we begin to land this plane. Brother Rudolph. Yes, sir, uh, brother. I'm sorry. I was on mute because I'm in the hospital. My um, <clears throat> my daughter, okay, uh, last year for her birthday, my daughter-in-law, last year for her birthday, she uh, spent it in the hospital uh, just before she gave birth to her first daughter. And now she's back in the hospital again just before giving birth to her second daughter. So I'm in the hospital oh, with her. Oh, praise due to a love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the gang's all here. That's why I was on mute because it's a rowdy bunch here. You know, we've bombarded the hospital. We've ignored the rules. And we've just come in <laughs> and held them hostage on the maternity floor. We are on every exit. We are at every elevator. And uh, this is just, you know, this is what we do. And we're going to spend her birthday with her, and everybody will get cake and cupcakes, and they'll probably go into labor one by one after we leave. But uh, this is where we are. You have to make well, your fun where you can. You have to enjoy this life however it comes because you never know when it may be the last time. And it's not saying right. that to be morbid. It's not saying that to, you know, so a dark cloud or anything is 
being realistic. So you That's have to right. thank God for every opportunity that you have because uh, we're not the authors of our existence, and so we're, we, you know, we, we don't know. So just have fun. Enjoy life. Enjoy each other uh, while you can, when you can, so that when this ride is over, there are no regrets. That's right. I don't know if it's going to cut me off or not. If it does, you just grab the mic and just. Yes, sir. Well, he he called it. Well, we we say God is the greatest. We we pray that, you know, his daughter's delivery goes well. She gives birth without any complications. But as you know, here on Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, what a joy that and first responders, firefighters, EMTs, paramedics, because these are the people who ignore the dangers of the reality of their lives on the Well, we know the circumstance, brothers and sisters, late. Ladies and gentlemen, Brother Rudolph, I don't know if you can hear us. Take, take it home, Brother Yusuf. Take it home, Brother. Yes, sir. Well, brothers and sisters, we're here at uh, the last five minutes. What I was saying, we pray that everything works out successfully for Brother Rudolph, his daughter, their family. He said they're breaking all kinds of rules. Well, rules are made to be broken in context, brothers and sisters. You remember segregation was a law until it wasn't, right? So we're hoping everything works out for Brother Rudolph and his family, which is our family. We believe in not only nuclear family, but we believe in extended and blended families. And so we're keeping uh, Brother Rudolph and his family in our prayers. I heard him shouting out all the healthcare workers, the first responders, and certainly we've been blessed by Almighty God a lot of serve in that capacity for over 30 years, Brother Rudolph, his career over 30 years, my career. So we're eternally grateful for those who are working and responding, and we pray that they make it home safely. You know, we say in our profession, safety first, safety always, safety as a standard. So the last thing I said before Brother Rudolph closed out was that let me land this plane and when you talk about disaster awareness for community preparedness you know when you get on a plane they tell you when you have to use your air mask for whatever emergency may arise make sure you don d-o-n or put on your mask first before you uh, attempt to help someone next to you be it your child or your loved one or even a stranger but you have to put yours on first. And it's the same thing with disaster awareness for community preparedness. Gird up your loins, put on the whole armor of God first before you can help somebody else. So Brother Rudolph talked about also traveling, the importance of traveling. And, you know, we oftentimes uh, repeat our dear sister Mahalia Jackson uh, at the end of the program. If I could help somebody, as I'm traveling along, if I can help somebody with a word or a song, if I can help somebody seeing that they're traveling wrong, 
then our living shall not be in vain. So once again, we want to thank Black Hole Radio, LLC, for giving us this opportunity to uh, serve uh, you, our listening community. We want to thank you for the honor of your ear, for the privilege of your presence. We want to lift up the birth anniversary of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, this weekend and thank him for his great helper who's demonstrated the agape love and then so in the person of the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We are eternally grateful and we just thank you for allowing us to serve. So even with these few words shared by Brother Rudolph and me, I guess it's still the way it used to be. The strength of a nation is its family, and real freedom is responsibility, the ability to respond legitimately by any means necessary. Thank you for tuning in to another weekly edition of Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. We leave you as we came before you with the greeting words of peace and paradise. We say it in the language of our ancestors. Assalamu alaikum. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.